0: Al-Bayn Radio presents the following Friday khutbah from Masjid Al-Azhar, Bilmo, asking Allah that it serves as a benefit for all. Inna alhamdulillahi na wa nasta'ainuhu wa nasta'aghfiruhu wa na'udhu billahi min shuroori anfusina wa min sayi'ati a'malina man yahdihillahu Mudilla lah wa man yudlil falamudilla lah wa ashhadu an la ilaha illa allahu wahdahu la sharika lah واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون اما بعد فان اصدق الحديث كلام الله وخير الهدى هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الامور محدثاتها وكل محدثة بدعه وَكُلَّ بِدْعَةٍ ضَلَالَةٌ وَكُلَّ ضَلَالَةٍ فِي النَّارِ Indeed, all praise is due to the Almighty Allah. We seek His aid and His assistance, and we ask for His forgiveness. Whomsoever Allah عز wa guides, there is no misguidance for this individual. And whomsoever He subhanahu wa ta'ala misguides, there is no guidance for this individual. We seek refuge in Allah from the evil of our souls and from the evil of our actions, and we bear witness, testify, and proclaim that there is no deity worthy of worship in truth, no god worthy of worship in truth except the Almighty Allah, and that the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam is His perfect slave and messenger. Allah azza wa jal He says, translated as, "O you who believe, fear Allah as He should be feared, and do not die except in a state of total submission towards Him." My brothers, Allah Azza wa Jal He says in the Quran, وَمِنْ آيَاتِهِ أَنْ خَلَقَ لَكُم مِنْ أَنفُسِكُمْ أَزْوَاجًا لِتَسْكُنُوا إلَيْهَا وَجَعَلَ بَيْنَكُم مَوْدَةً وَرَحْمَةٍ إِنَّ فِي ذَلِك لَآيَاتٍ لِلْقَوْمِ يَتَفَكَّرُونَ. And from His signs is that He has created from your own selves spouses, so that may so that you may live peacefully with them. And He has placed between these spouses, He has placed between you love and affection. He has placed between you love and mercy. Indeed, in that is a sign or signs for those who give thought. My brothers, the status of a woman in Islam, the status of a lady in Islam cannot be compared to anything. Allah Azza wa Jal, after sending the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa in a time where there was much oppression, where there was much darkness, Allah jal sends his Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa to take the people out of darkness and place them into light by the will of Allah azzawajal. The women before the sending of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam were oppressed. And after the sending of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam, their status was raised high. Higher than any disbelieving Western society could ever even imagine of placing them. The status of a woman was raised higher than anyone, anyone could ever raise them. That does not rule by the law of Allah azza wa jal and implement the sharia of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Women at the time of jahiliyyah were oppressed. Women at the time of jahiliyyah had no choice. Women at the time of jahiliyyah were in such a state that they were like a puppet in the hand of a puppeteer. Whatever they were told to do, they had to do. Whether that was regarding marriage, having no choice on who they married, whether that was the way they were treated in respect to being like slaves to the people whether that had to do with inheritance and being oppressed heavily in that which they inherited if they even had a chance to inherit the lady went from being helpless to helped after allah azza wa jal sharia came into effect the woman went from being oppressed to being treated with ultimate and utmost justice the women went from being treated like slaves to raised on a status and pedigree and platform that they would have never ever thought or imagined that they could have been raised to and just like Allah Azza wa Jal has raised the status of a lady in Islam my brothers we too should raise the lady her status We too should respect the women. We too should show love and care and affection to the women. Namely, of course, our spouses and our female family members. How many brothers do we see today? They will tell you that Allah has raised the women. But they themselves going into their own homes and houses, they degrade the women. They debase the women. They treat the women with ultimate injustice. This is not what Allah Azza wa Jal commanded us to do when he said, bil Ma'ruf, And live with them in goodness. And live with them in goodness. The Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is our role model, every believer. And the companions likewise, male and female, they are our role models. And the Prophet وسلم, is the one that said, The best of you in respect to belief is the one that is best in character. And then he further on says, وخياركم, And the best of you are the best of you to their wives. And in one narration he says, خيركم, خيركم The best of you are the best to those or to their family members, and namely the wives. And I am best to my wives. So we take him as a role model in everything in our lives, but how many have not taken him, unfortunately, as a role model in this aspect of the religion? So, as I said, the way they treat their wives with injustice and oppression and the likes is a way which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did not command us. To treat them with, did not command us to treat them with. In the final sermon of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam, the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam, my brothers, he mentions to us how the men have rights over the ladies, as Allah azza wa jal mentioned. But once again, it's unfortunate to see in the community some brothers have a mentality as if it is only they who have the rights over the women, and it is not the women who have rights over them as well. In the final sermon after the Prophet sallallahu mentioned the rights of the mayu or the husband over the wife which can be in another khutbah insha'Allah ta'ala. He further mentions the rights of the wife over the husband and that is that the mayu supports them financially. That is the, that the mayu supports them in respect to their clothing, their food and the likes and how many today have we seen once again. When it comes to just the financial aspect uh, as an example. They'll go out with their friends, they'll go out with the brothers, and they'll shout everybody. And they'll spend, and they'll spend, and they'll spend on anybody and everybody. But when it comes to their own female household, when it comes to their wife and their children, you find that this brother is from the stingiest of brothers. Do you not know? Do you not understand? Do you not comprehend that spending on the family is an obligation which Allah Azza wa has placed upon you, my brother? Yes, you do not go overboard, that you go and you overspend. And you do not do the ultimate or the other extreme where you don't spend on them at all. Do we not fear Allah Azza wa how many brothers once again they'll go spending, giving people everything and anything they want? But when it comes to their own household, their own family members, they don't want to spend and they're stingy, and they don't get them anything. This is not the hadith, the guidance of the Prophet. And the Prophet he tells us look at this encouragement, my brothers. Look at this motivation. He says that the, literally the morsel which you place in your wife's mouth is a sadaqah for you, a charity for you. He says that the food that you buy and you spend and you, on yourself and you eat yourself is a charity. And the food that you buy and you spend on it for your children is a charity. And the food that you buy you spent on it from your wealth that Allah blessed you with for your wife is a charity. And even for your servant, if you had one, is a charity. So look at it as a charity. Don't just look at a charity as going and spending on the poor overseas. Don't just look at the charity as spending on our brothers and sisters and families of our brothers and sisters incarcerated in the prisons. But look at it as a charity as well. Spending on your wives, spending on your children, spending on your family members, your mother, your father, your brothers, your sisters, etc. And this khutbah was not meant to be a long one. Wallahi, it was meant to be very short. And I will want to end it with a few advice. I'll give one or two now, and inshallah a few in the next khutbah. The first one, my brothers, is apart from the physical needs your wives they may have, and your families they may have, Do not forget the emotional needs they have. They are human beings, just like you are human beings. Some brothers, if their wife tells them one little thing that they should not get upset about, they make it into the biggest deal. Then they expect their wives to be patient over the biggest of things that they do, which would tick off anybody. But when it comes to themselves, let them do, let them do, let them do, and they expect their wife to be patient. But when it comes to their wives, the smallest of things they make into the biggest of problems. Do not be like that. Be patient. Be perseverant. Another advice, my brothers, and inshallah, we can make this into a lengthier series we can do on one of the nights. Another advice is don't leave your wives at home with nothing to do. And you constantly going outside with your brothers hanging out till the early hours of the morning. And the the women got nothing to do. And then when the women have nothing to do, and you go home and you see them doing nothing, you complain. You complain. When you spend every single night out with the brothers, with the boys, playing cards, watching videos, watching YouTube, doing Allahu A'lam what? and it doesn't matter, it's fine for you. But when it comes to your wife, you expect her Ah, to sit at home between four walls all day, every day with nothing to do. Just wait for you and that's it. No. Also, the woman should be allowed to leave and do what they need to do. Some brothers will go as far as they will not even allow their wives to come to the masjid. The house of Allah Azza wa Jal. They will not even allow their wives to go and visit their family members. Why are we so passionate about this topic? Because we deal with these problems on a day to day basis. Some of the brothers, he may not see these problems, but wallahi, our community is filled with them. Brothers will not even allow their wives to go and visit her own mother and father. Is this not sad? Is this not a problem? So give them their rights, and from their rights is that you give them some time to go out, whether it's to see their families, whether it's to see their friends, of course, unless there's a legitimate reason which allows you to prevent her from doing so, to come to the masjid, to come to the lessons, especially if you're not able to teach her or you don't facilitate that for her. How could you not let them do this and then expect them to sit at home in complete sanity? obeying you, respecting you and the likes. Wallahi, my brothers, when you do not do this and you prevent them from going out and you don't give them their financial rights, you don't give them their living rights, you don't give them the respect that they deserve and the respect that we said Allah azza wa jal commanded us to give them, how do you expect them to remain respectful to you? How do you expect them to look at you as a man? How do you expect them to remain obedient? and honor you as a husband. So if you do not do all of this, then don't come and complain when they do not do their part, and they do not show you the respect that you think you deserve as a man. Just a few more pieces of advice, brothers. Of course, all being men, many being husbands, surely. Some possibly even being fathers and the likes. My brothers, when it comes to the household problems, keep them in the house. Keep them in the house as much as you can. Don't go and tell your friends and don't go and tell your brothers and your sisters and as much as you can, even keep it away from your parents unless there is a real reason to do so. Wallahi, one of the biggest things that will cause a woman... To lose respect for her husband is when he goes and he complains to every Tom, Dick, and Harry about her. And he complains when it comes to simple things that are not even worthy of complaining over. And he goes to his mother and talks about his wife. He goes to his sister and talks about his wife. He goes to his friends and talks. How do you expect the lady to feel here? And if there was women here as well, I would have advised them the same thing. When it comes to the house and the problems within the house, then keep them in the house. Also, my brothers, when it comes to the problems in the household, which every household is sure to have, of course, naturally, the male and the man, he might get angry. Likewise, the woman, she might get angry. When it comes to you getting angry, my brothers, deal with these things and this anger the way Allah commanded you to do so. The way the Prophet commanded you to do so. Wallahi, one moment of anger, one moment of anger, and an action or a saying in that moment of anger could lead you to a lifetime of regret. One moment of anger that you do not control could lead you to a lifetime of regret. One of the things the Prophet, for example, advised us to do was if you are standing, sit down. And if you are sitting, lie down. And when you look at the profanity, the profound nature of this hadith, you understand why. Because when you're sitting or lying down, you can't hurt anyone. You can't hurt anything. You can't go as some brothers they do when they're angry and break walls. And even worse, which is a whole separate point, to lay a hand on his wife in that which is displeasing to Allah. Some brothers, well, Billah, they treat their wives as if they're punching bags. They treat their wives as if they're a bag there on the wall waiting to get hit. Is this not haram? Is this not against what Allah told us to do and treat them respectfully? We just said at the start of this khutbah that pre-Islamic time. The pre-sending of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam, the women were debased, degraded, degraded, dishonored. Islam came and raised them, and then you, my brother, want to return them to the state that they were in pre-Islam. To lay a hand on the lady, to lay a hand on the wife in that which is unlawful by bruising them, by scarring them, by traumatizing them. This is all unlawful in the sight of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This was not the guidance of the Prophet sallallahu Alaihi wa sallam and how to deal with the problems. So when it comes to the problems in the house, deal with them the way Allah told you to deal with them. Also, my brothers, as we mentioned earlier, I strongly, strongly put emphasis on the rights of the women financially. On the rights of the women financially. Also, on a side note, taking them out every now and then. As I said, my brothers, the women are human beings like you. If they're sitting at home 24-7 between four wars, how can you expect them to remain sane? Especially if they have multiple children running around and the likes, and you don't take them out every now and then, or you don't allow them to go out. How many brothers have I spoken to personally, and they fall into this problem? They fall into this problem. They themselves are happy to go out all day, every day. All day, every day. But when it comes to those women at home and their wives at home and the likes, they don't mind keeping them there almost as if they're trapping them. My brothers, the Prophet ﷺ, he mentioned that the dunya is an enjoyment. ماتاع the dunya is an enjoyment and the best of its enjoyment is having a righteous spouse. Wallahi, when you have a righteous spouse a pious wife, a spouse that respects you and honors you and loves, for, and loves you and cares for you, wallahi, it's something that money can never buy. And it will give you a sense of rest and peace and serenity and contentment and comfortability that money can never buy. But just because your wife may be this for you and to you right now, don't think that she will always remain like this no matter what you do. Yes, your wife right now, she may be everything we just said to you and for you and she respects you and she honors you and the likes. But don't think it's going to be like that for the rest of your lives if, if you don't show her that same respect and if you don't show her that same honor and the likes. And as I said, the advice can go on, Wallahi, for Allahu uh, a'lam how long. That is why insha'Allah. inshallah we can possibly, you know, se- separate this into a night series and lengthen it, and mention the rights of the spouses upon one another. But fear Allah regarding your wives, my brothers, and that's the advice of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Istausu bin nisa'i istausu bin nisa'i khaira, istausu bin nisa'i khaira. Take my advice regarding women; treat them well. Or I urge you to treat women well. I urge you to treat women well. I urge you to treat women well. These are our mothers. These are our sisters. These are our daughters. These are everything in our lives. These are our queens, if you'd like to say. And I'll end with this. This is why the poet, he said, "Lam fadla. I have not seen the virtue of a woman. Yani like in Islam has given her this virtue. I have not seen like this anywhere else. As a daughter, she screens her father from the fire. And we all know the narrations that's based off the one that raises two daughters, the one that raises three daughters, etc. As a daughter, she screens her father from the fire. And as a wife, as a partner, as a spouse, she completes half of the religion. For her husband, And as a mother, she is a means and a reason for her son entering paradise. And we all know the hadith that Jannah is at the feet of the mother, and the hadith which there is a bit of kalam regarding its authenticity. Jannah lies beneath the mother's feet. وَاللَّهُ wa وَأَعْلَمُ إِنَّ اللَّهَ وَمَلَائِكَتَهُ يُصَلُّونَ عَلَى يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا صَلُّوا عَلَيْهِ وَسَلِّمُوا تَسْلِيمًا. اللهم صل على محمد وعلى ال محمد كما صليت على ابراهيم وعلى ال ابراهيم انك حميد مجيد اللهم بارك على محمد وعلى ال محمد كما باركت على ابراهيم وعلى ال ابراهيم انك حميد مجيد اللهم اهدنا في من هديت وعافنا في من عافيت وتولنا في من توليت وبارك لنا فيما اعطيت وقنا واصرف عنا الشر ما قضيت فانك تقضي ولا يقضى عليك انه لا يذل من ولا يعز من عاديت تبارك ربنا وتعاليت ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار